self-development with tactics. So, today I actually wanted to go to bed on time, but it turned out not to be the case, quite, because of whatever reason. And so the question is, what should I be reading? What should I be doing? And I've just seen that I'm still having the moral letters to the silliest open, because I've read 63, I guess, if I remember it correctly. And so I'm just going to pick one. The question is, which one am I going to pick to read and, and go through? Um, I mean, they all look, well, look, obviously, sound pretty good. Let's actually, can't I just random number? random number well let's just take 16 on philosophy the guide of life let's see maybe there is something in it. it's actually not that long either maybe it was meant to be that way but the only problem that i'm having is that the format is so shit man i mean it, it well anyway on philosophy, the guide of life. It is clear to you, I am sure, Lucilius, that no man can live a life, live a happy life, or even a supportable life without the study of wisdom. You know also that a happy life is reached when our wisdom is brought to completion. But that life is at least endurable, even when our wisdom is only begun. This idea, however, clearly thought it is, must be strengthened and implanted more deeply by daily reflection. It is more important for you to keep the resolution you have already made, the, resolution, the resolutions you have already made, than to go on and make noble ones. You must persevere, must develop new strength by continuous study until that which is only a good inclination becomes a good settled purpose. Hence, you no longer need to come to me with much talk and protestations. I know that you have made great progress. I understand the feelings which prompt your words. They are not faint or suspicious words. Nevertheless, I shall tell you what I think. That at present I have hopes for you, but not yet perfect trust. And I wish that you would adopt the same attitude towards yourself. There is no reason why you should put confidence in yourself too quickly and readily, examine yourself, scrutinize and observe yourself in diverse ways, but mark before all else whether it is in philosophy or merely in life itself that you have made progress. Sounds amazing, you know. Just don't don't be too sure in, in what you are capable of doing, but never forget all the things that you have already done. You know, which puts one into the place of I'm not going to overestimate myself, but I'm going to be able to, you know, see myself as I am. Well, 
Philosophy is no trick to catch the public. It is not devised for show. It is a matter not of, not of words but of facts. It is not pursued in order that the day may yield some amusement before it is spent or that our leisure may be relieved, relived of a tedium that irks us. It molds and constructs the soul, it orders our life, guides our conduct, shows us what we should do and what we should leave undone. It sits at the helm and directs our course as we waver amid uncertainties. Without it, one, no one can live fearlessly or in peace of mind. Countless things that happen every hour call for advice, and such advice is to be sought in philosophy. Perhaps someone will say, how can philosophy help me if fate exists? Or what avail is philosophy if God rules the universe? Of what avail is it if chance governs everything? For not only is it impossible to change things that are determined, but it also, but it's also impossible to plan beforehand against what is underdetermined. Either God has forestalled my plans and decided what I am to do, or else fortune gives me no free play to my plans. Whether the truth, Lucilius, lies in one or in all of these views, we must be philosophers. Whether fate binds us down by an inex inexorable law, or whether God, as arbiter of arbiter, I don't know, of the universe, has arranged everything, or whether chance diverses, drives, and tosses human affairs. Without method, philosophy ought to be our defense. She will encourage us to obey God cheerfully, but fortune divinely. She will teach us to follow God and endure chance. But it is not my purpose now to be led into a discussion as to what is within our own control. If foreknowledge is supreme, or if a chain of fated events drags us along in its clutches, or if the sudden and the unexpected play the tyrant over us. I return now to my warning and my ex exhortation that you should not allow the impulse of your spirit to weaken and grow cold. Hold fast to it and establish it firmly, in order that what is now impulse may become a habit of the mind. If I know you well, you have already been trying to find out from the very beginning of my letter what little contribution it brings to you. Sift the letter and you will find it. You need no wonder at any genius of mine, for as yet I am lavish only with other men's property. But why did I say other man? Quote unquote, Whatever is well said by anyone is mine. This is also this also is a saying of Epicurus. If you live according to nature, you will never be poor. If you live according to opinion, you will never be rich. Nature's wants are slight. The demands of opinion are boundless. Suppose that the property of many millionaires is heaped up in your possession. Assume that fortune carries you far beyond the limits of a private income, decks you with gold, clothes, clothes you in purple, and brings you to such a degree of luxury and wealth that you can bury the earth under your marble floors, that you may not only possess, but tread upon riches. At stages, paintings, and, what are, and whatever any art has devised for the satisfaction of luxury, you will only learn from such things to crave still greater. Yeah.
even if we have everything, we're still willing to have more than everything. Natural desires are limited, but those which spring from false opinion can have no stopping point. The false has no limits. When you're traveling on a road, there must be an end. But when, but when astray, uh, your wanderings are limitless. Recall your steps, therefore, from idle things, and when you know, when you would know whether that which you seek is based upon a natural or upon a misleading desire, consider whether it can stop at any defined point. If you find, after having traveled far, that there is a more distant goal always in view, you may be sure that this condition is contrary to nature. Farewell. Hmm. Interesting points there. And this is the end of this one. Let's, let me see. Eight minutes. Eight minutes is actually way, 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 way too, too short of an episode. I can't do that. Nor am I willing to do that. Um... What if I, what if I do this? Index statutory order, National Biodiversity Authority. Well, this actually doesn't really sound to be something that I'm willing to read or something. Wikipedia, wiki source, the free library that anyone can improve in English. Oh, 494,000 plus texts in English. That's insane. That's actually, you know, really quite something. What if I go for poetry highlights? There are some highlights. Sonnet 18 by William Shakespeare. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more te temperate. Rough winds to do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines, and often is his gold complexion dimmed, and every fair from fair sometime declines, but chance or nature's changing course untrimmed. But the internal summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of that fair dowed host, nor shall death brag though wanders in his shades, or shade when in eternal lines to time the grossed. So long as man can breathe or eyes can see, so long lives this and this gives life to the eternal. Did you know? Did you know to a mouse written by Robert Burns in 1785 deals with the narrator's destruction, unawareness of a mouse's nest as he pursued his winter plowing and was the inspiration behind the title of John Steinbeck's 1937 novel of Mice and man. Did you know Dulce et Decorum Est was originally written as a personal letter to Jesse Pope, known for her pro-war poems widely published during World War I? I see, the more I know. The more I know. What if I check out? And now we're getting tired. We should actually go to bed. Non-fiction. Isn't it like some some random thing? Well, it's actually um, what about seventeen? Well, I'm gonna click through and and see if I can find a really, really short one. I mean, I could also just read bits of it. Let's actually, yeah, let's do it. One, two, three, four, five, six, 
seven, eight, nine. Okay, let's read this one. What's the one before? Well, on progress. This is a very short one. And I'm hopefully going to read it in a, yeah, okay matter or way, whatever. I have been asking about you and inquiring of everyone who comes from your part of the country what you're doing and where you are spending your time and with whom. You cannot deceive me for I am with you. Life just as if I were sure to get news of your doings, nay, as if I were sure to behold them. And if you wonder what particularly pleases me that I hear concerning you, it is that I hear nothing that most of those whom I ask to not know what you are doing. This is sound practice to reframe, refrain from associating with men of different stamp and different aims. And I'm indeed confident that you cannot be wrapped or warped, I'm sorry, that you will stick to your purpose even though the crowd may surround and seek to distract you. What then is on my mind? I am not afraid lest they work a change in you, but I'm afraid lest they may hinder your progress, and much harm is done even by one who holds you back, especially since life is so short, and we make it still shorter by our unsteadiness, by making ever fresh beginnings at life, now one and immediately another. We break up life into little bits and fritter it away. Hasten ahead, then, dearest Lucilius, and reflect how greatly you would quicken your speed if an enemy were at your back, or if you suspected the cavalry were approaching and pressing hard upon your steps as you fled. It is true, the enemy is indeed pressing upon you. You should therefore increase your speed and escape away and reach a safe position, remembering continually what a noble thing it is to round out your life before death comes, and then await in peace the remaining portion of your time, claiming nothing for yourself, since you are in possession of the happy life. For such a life is not made happier for being longer. Or when shall you see the time when you shall know that time means nothing to you, when you shall be peaceful and calm, careless of the morrow, because you are enjoying your life to the full? Would you know, would you know what makes me greedy for the future? It is because no one has yet found himself. Your pans, to be sure, asked other blessings for you, but I myself pray rather that you may despise all those things which your parents wished for you in abundance. Their prayers plunder many other person, simply that you may be enriched. Whatever they make over to you must be removed from someone else. I pray that you may get such control over yourself that your mind, now shaken by wandering thoughts, may at last come to rest and be steadfast, that it may be content with itself and having attained an understanding of what things are truly good and they are in our possession as soon as we have this knowledge. That it may be content with itself and having attained an understanding of what things are truly good and they are in our possession as soon as we have this knowledge, that it may have no need of added years. He has a length passed beyond all necessities. He has won his honorable dis discharge and is free, who still lives after his life has been completed. Farewell. We don't need much. Happy life is life itself, kind of. The text seems to be corrupt, hence 
things that Expecta is to be supplied with nihil sibi, to expect nothing for oneself. But the use of the word in two meanings would be harsh. The thought seems to be asking for no added years, and one suspects that loss of a word like adrogantem before nihil. Well, yeah, anyway, I'm gonna end the episode there. Stay humble and safe and healthy.